BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This episode of The Know with Nikki Spo is brought to you by PillowCube. All right, listeners, the cat is out of the bag. I am having a baby girl. And just as I was about to dust off my four-year-old pregnancy pillow, I learned about Pillow Cube's Kneezy Pillow. OMG, what a game changer. It's a knee pillow. It's honestly the best thing since, well, since my Pillow Cube sidekick, I'd say. Stay tuned for more info on Pillow Cube and check out why you should use my code NikkiSpo10 to purchase yours today. Welcome to the No Podcast with me, Nikki Spo. All right, guys, here we go. We made it. Welcome to the No with me, Nikki Spo. I am so glad you're here. I was very tempted, I'm not going to lie, to to record this episode from my bed because it's it's been that kind of day. And guess what? Some days are hard. I want to get really vulnerable with my listeners today and share that I've been having a bit of a rough time. I have been really emotional lately and things have felt a little overwhelming for me. So With my history of depression and anxiety, I really try to monitor my big feelings and make sure that I stay in communication with my support system. For me, that looks like reaching out to my sponsor, my therapist, a couple of trusted confidants, and friends within my sober community. In these moments, I have to get really intentional about my choices. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because There's like this toxic positivity trend that says like no bad days, no off days, like never not working. Like, I'm sorry, mama's trying to take a break, you know, like I'm trying to have a moment over here because mama needs to have a moment. And I think a lot of us feel that way. And this, this episode is for the people who you're running on empty and you keep pushing and you're eventually like, you're, you're going to run out of gas and then you're going to be stranded. Like, how do we take care of ourselves in those moments so that we don't leave ourselves stranded. I think we all go through these things and we need to talk about that more. I'm going to use my platform today to address that within myself with my listeners. Okay. So when I'm feeling like this, like in these moments, I have to get really intentional about my choices and I'm not going to lie. Like it can be super difficult. My, I think my instincts are to like lay in bed and scroll social media (laughs) which usually only leaves me feeling worse and usually envious and usually more irritable. Um, I do enjoy finding like humor 
and even some like words of encouragements on social, but it takes a lot of intention for me to regulate my intake. Like now, you know, being pregnant, I wake up like, I'm not kidding, like six times in the night to go pee. And it takes a lot for me not to let my anxiety get the better of me and like start looking at my phone in the middle of the night because then I'll just like go on this like wild, whatever, rabbit hole of like looking at stupid and stuff that does not actually make me feel good and then like not getting sleep. So one of the things that I really have to do is like learn how to turn off my phone and not necessarily turn it off, but just like detach from it, like turn my brain off from being accessible or for searching, right? It takes a lot of intention for me to regulate my intake. And that said, I also wanted to touch on some of the other methods that I've used in times where I'm getting like really fired up or feeling really down about myself or whatever. Um, I used to do DBT therapy. Now, DBT stands for dialectical behavior therapy. And the main focus or goals of the treatment are to help people develop four main skills. Those are mindfulness, distress tolerance, interpersonal effectiveness, and emotional regulation. There are like countless skills within the DBT treatment plan. And something that I really loved about participating in this type of therapy was like how solutions-based it was. Now, I have done like years of therapy since I was a child, and I often felt like I would leave sessions having like talked my heart and soul out, but also kind of feeling lost about what to actually do with my leftover feelings. I really like that DBT offered me actionable steps to coping with hard feelings and emotional impulses. Um, I even still have my workbook and I reference it from time to time when I need to revamp or like reconsider my coping skills. I don't want to get into like all of the skills that are a part of the DBT program because I think that would be covered best by a therapist, but I did want to share that it was really helpful, helpful for me and it has been, it continues to be. Um, I've also learned to differentiate what I need. Sometimes I need to get to work and improve some of my skills, like like improving those coping mechanisms or like working through how to communicate in healthier ways. And there's other times where I'm like, I just need to recover. And recovery can look different for me depending on what I'm going through. I think many of us have that like one friend that we can call when we need to hear like the hard truths about ourselves, you know, that they'll, they'll tell you how it is um, and where you messed up. And then we have a friend who can, well, maybe come hang and help get your mind off things and go take you out for a good time or whatever. And then you'll have a friend who will just hold your hand and tell us we're doing our best and that we will be okay. Um, I'm, I'm grateful to have those people in my life. And I think it's really important to have that tribe and also be aware of what we need in a given moment. Uh, it's not fun to learn the hard way when you want love and nourishment, but you're met with like the judgment and the hard truths that we may not be ready to hear. And on the flip side, like sometimes we're ready to cut the bullshit and solve some problems and we need that support to say, yeah, you do need to cut the bullshit. I believe in you and you got this. So I consider myself very fortunate to have developed deep, meaningful friendships with countless women in my life. And across the board, I have always come back to the idea that you really never know what is going on behind closed doors. And to be kind to everyone because you truly never know what battles they are fighting. And everybody is usually fighting something, regardless of how severe or minimal it is. Funny is like the other day at, at camp, I saw a woman at camp drop off the other day. 
for my kids. And she told me that she's, she got really excited. And she's like, I look forward to your daily content and your sense of humor, love following your podcast, all this stuff, you know? And she said that I always seem so positive and happy. And I, I almost laughed. Um, I had had that, that week I had like, i had had the worst week and I'd spent a significant amount of time crying and feeling down about myself that, and like that very morning I had, I remember I had caked on so much under eye concealer because my bags were like super intense. And here's this woman saying like, I really look forward to what you're going to post. And I'm thinking, I feel crazy. I feel alone. I feel like I'm going through something that, you know, whatever. That's all in my head. That's playing in my head. I What I did do, I thanked her. I told her, wow, that means a lot to me because I've had the worst week and I don't always feel happy, but I try to do things that will make me feel happier in the moment. And she seemed genuinely surprised that I have moments of discontent. Of course I do. And then she told me, oh, you hide it so well. And I thought to myself, man, I don't, I don't feel like I'm hiding my shit well at all. And even more so, even taking it deeper. I don't know that I want to hide it either. Like I want to normalize having shitty days and difficult seasons of life. That's really what I want to accomplish with today's episode. It's okay to not be okay. It's normal to not have it all together. It's acceptable to fail at human things. All right, let's take a break so I can tell you all about my favorite sleep product, Pillow Cube. You've probably seen me posting and raving about my Pillow Cube products. You guys, I am very serious when I say that I cannot sleep without my Pillow Cube. I am a side sleeper and I'm donezo with smashing three pillows together to find my comfy spot. I've got my Pillow Cube now and that is all I need. I even take the pillow on trips with me. The small Sidekick Cube fits in my carry-on and honestly, it's probably my most prized traveling essential. So as we gear up for summertime and I know all my Miamians are trying to get out of this heat, I want to challenge you to take your Pillow Cube with you and yeah, you can thank me later. But since the news is out, I want to share about another Pillow Cube product I've been using during my pregnancy, the Neasy Pillow. So it's not just for pregnant people, but I have to say, since I had kids, my hips have just never been the same. And I've had to sleep with a pillow between my knees, pregnant or not, for the last four years. Just as I was about to dust off my old and cumbersome pregnancy pillow, I received my Neasy in the mail and I haven't gone one sleep without it. The Neasy keeps my hips aligned and honestly, I've been sleeping even better. What a dream. I'm excited to share my code with you. You can get... 10% 10% off of your Pillow Cube order by using my code NikkiSpo10. Head on over to PillowCube.com to get yours ASAP. You're welcome in advance. I realize it's not lost on me that I have so much to be grateful for in my life. And practicing gratitude 100% does help to get me out of a funk. Like I've, I think I've talked about it in other episodes. It's like one of the things that is most helpful is having a gratitude list and practicing gratitude. It does help me to feel less selfish, less one-sided and really like take me out of like whatever misery that I'm creating for myself where that is very real. But on the flip side, like we can't disregard hard moments with a sheer mask of forced gratitude. I'm like, I'm really tired of forced gratitude. And since we're talking about gratitude, here's another thought. Like even on the crappiest of days, I'm grateful that I am capable of feeling a full range of intense and beautiful emotions, even the ugly ones. 
And I refused to dim my big wild feelings with a mask of complacency, generic positivity, turning the cheek or like forced gratitude. Like, but I know I'm so lucky. And when I, okay. And I want to clarify, like when I say forced gratitude, like sometimes we have to force ourselves to be grateful, right? Like you have to say like, okay, get out of your head and look around you and like practice gratitude, right? Like sometimes I have to force myself to be grateful or choose to see things with it through the lens of gratitude. When I talk about forced gratitude, I mean more of like those generic cookie cutter sayings like, oh my gosh, but I have, yeah, I know I have so much to be grateful for. Like if we're going to go down that road, let's get fucking specific here. Okay. Like what are the things? It's also okay to not feel grateful in a moment. It's okay to say this is hard and this shit sucks right now. And it's hard for me to be grateful, you know, and then when we're ready, we have to come, come out of that. Right. When I'm talking about forced gratitude, like that's really more of what I mean, like forcing, forcing ourselves to have a blanket statement of like, life is so good. So much to be grateful for. Yes, of course. And it also, it's okay for it to, to suck. All right. So I think that there is a great balancing act at play in life. And I also want to be clear that forced gratitude is, I don't want it to be confused with like entitlement. Like we're entitled to feel like shit all the time. You are. Entitlement and a lack of gratitude to me are not the same thing. I think that there is a great balancing act at play in life. The balancing act of being grateful for what we have and wanting more. Okay, the balancing act of, act of being confident and proud of who you are as a person and having humility. I don't believe that we have to be one or the other. Um, and the times that I have found myself experiencing the most emotional turmoil is when I have felt pressure by society or loved ones to pick a side, right? Like to pick which one I am, which thing I am. That happens so much to me in motherhood too, specifically in motherhood. Like be this type of mom, do this. Like, it's not that simple. It's not that cookie cutter. Like we try to do our best and we're not going to hit the mark every single time. And I think as women in some generational lines and also specific cultures, we have been bred to think this way, that we have to be one thing or the other, and that we have to stay in our box of what people think we should be and be grateful for it, right? Like do not stray from your box. Do not become overly curious. Do not want for too much. Be happy with what you are given. You have enough because I say so. Sincerely, society. You know, historically, women and people of color have had to fight for the right to be, quote, equal, right? This concept of, of equality. We have had to fight for the things that we want, regardless of why we want them or how justified we are in our desires, are we allowed to simply want what we want because we want it? Like because certain things fill our soul, freedom, love, art, beauty, knowledge, wisdom, access, whatever, whatever floats your boat. I want every, I want every ounce of what life has for me. I want to pursue my desires without shame, without judgment, but with purity, passion, and grace, not for the ego, but for the essence of my soul. So Yes, some days are hard. Some seasons of life are hard. And I just, you know, I just want to take today's episode to remind myself and to remind you that it's okay. It's okay to fail. It's okay to take a few steps back. And it's okay to also like get up and keep going. 
We don't have to let our past define us. And we are constantly creating new realities for ourselves. It's okay to rest. It's okay to change your mind. You don't have to explain yourself unless you want to, you know? The will to live a life that is beautiful on your terms, by your standards and your definitions, it's your birthright. And it's mine, the flaws and all. So today I am putting one foot in front of the other, my friends. I'm doing my, trying to do, I don't know that I'm doing it effectively, but I am trying to do my job of being a mom and a wife and a friend and a podcaster and a content creator to the best of my ability. And it might not be perfect, but mom is a work in progress. And today I'm okay with that. I hope that you feel seen today. I hope that you feel understood. I hope you feel less alone. And I want you all to know that I am with you in super soul spirit. And I'm cheering you on as I pull my theoretical walking boots on. All right. You guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the know with me, Nikki Spo. You know what I'm grateful for? I'm grateful for you. Thanks for listening. Over now. Big thank you to our sponsor, PillowCube, for presenting today's episode of The Know with Nikki Spo. Head on over to PillowCube.com and use my code NikkiSpo10 for 10% off of your next PillowCube purchase. The Sidekick Cube is my personal favorite, but if you're all stocked up on your side sleeper pillows, I highly recommend you give the Neezy pillow a try. You will not regret it. Oh, and don't forget to use my code NikkiSpo10 for your 10% discount. Thank you so much for listening to The Know. If you loved this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. Words are so powerful and someone may need to hear what we covered today. And if you really loved this episode, please take a moment to rate the show and leave a review. Your comments are so important and valued and they give other listeners insight on what to expect on The Know. You can connect with me personally via Instagram at Nikki Sap Spo and The Know with Nikki Spo. My hope for you today is that you are fearless in looking inward so that you can be your highest, most authentic self and go after the life of your dreams. Mm-hmm.